Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. For years, I just dreaded going to the dentist. But at Advanced Dentistry, I don't have to. First and foremost, they want you to feel comfortable when you walk in. Like, you'll feel it. Whereas in the past, I might have gone into the dentist and thinking... I might feel some pain at some point, but with IV sedation, it can be something that you don't dread. If you've been avoiding the dentist because of fear, worry, or just not wanting to be judged, you're not alone. Visit NoFearDentist.com to learn how IV sedation can change your life. Hold, primates listening! It is I, Numator479. According to our studies of your puny mammalian race, we discovered you like very good coffee. And while it is our evolutionary purpose to cause you psychic torment, we want you awake and vivacious to give it. So try our new blend from Spring Hill Jack Coffee, reptilian in the morning. Our proprietary blend of lightly roasted cocao husks will have you immediately energized upon emerging from the pain cloaca with all your slippery new eggs. Thanks, honey. Ah, I'm cold-blooded. Ah, mmm. Eggs to Spring Hill Jack and last podcast on the left. I'm ready to get out there and eat some babies. Get out of the way, Hillary Clinton. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast on the left. <laughs> Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side stories, yeah. Are you recording on your end over there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. I am ready. You are. To do a show today, buddy. I know you're ready. I'm ready, too. There needs to be a medal for us, for people like me, <laughs> that arrive to work with COVID. Yeah. Right. Well, there needs to be, you know, like people who work at restaurants, mm-hmm. bars, yeah, amusement parks who arrive to work with COVID. Yeah. Knowing that the gears of capitalism must move forward. <laughs> know that the laughter must continue because what happens when there is no laughter? What's that sound? Cacophonous silence. <laughs> and guess what? You know what happens with cacophonous silence, right? Fucking things come in and jam the gap. <laughs> it comes in and jam the gap. We got all of the hustlers there because what do they say? You know the whole thing is, man. Being like uh, people out there saying, "While you sleeping, I'm hustling," mm-hmm. and yeah. I can't do that, even though my therapist says that's wrong, and my <laughs> wife says that's wrong, and my family says they're wrong. But guess what, man? They don't know. Yeah, I'm here telling you, you're right, bro. Yeah, you're totally right, bro. Yeah, and you, know, you know who else is right? The fucking door to door solicitor that came to my house when my household had COVID trying to sell me a water filtration system. And I'm yelling at him through the door, we have COVID. And his, his whole answer, house has COVID. You know what his answer was? Me too. <laughs> <laughs> 
like, like, you need to go right now. You me need too. to fucking go. Me too. After you told me, he's like, I've got an appointment with your neighbor at four o'clock. You know, we're checking the water filtration system. Me too, man. Me too. I got it. Like, <laughs> Welcome to Side Stories, Holy ladies and gentlemen. Shit. I am Marcus Parks. With me is the COVID-riddled Henry Zabrowski. <laughs> I'm the Paxlovid, having the fucking, the vulture shit mouth that fucking Paxlovid gives you. My uh, God. Yeah, how you doing? I'm all right. You know, the Paxlovid does give you a little bit of a kick. A little, it gave you a kick. Me, I, I just got the the horrible shit mouth, and, and that was it. But I will tell everyone, it turns out I actually, I never tested positive for COVID. Carolina did. You just uh, kept taking but, it. But I got the, uh, what is it? I got the booster about a month before she did. So, hey, my, boos- I, my booster worked. The only thing is I got some kind of weird chest thing. So my voice and my laugh, I'm not back to like, since I got a chest full of shit, you're getting smoker voice, ladies. It and does gentlemen. sound like it. It feels like we're dialing it back. And we're having a lot of fun, and I yeah, think that it's just wait point. until I give the. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, honestly, I feel like that's what we're doing a lot of, because yeah. in 2024, a lot of the stuff we're hoping to do is getting back to our some our weirdo roots. Yeah, getting back into that because I I miss it. And this week, I think part of the reason why I was so adamant about coming to work this week was because. And by the way, you're at home. You're not here in the studio. So let everyone know you didn't come into the studio with no, 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 no. I say again, I just give it to my family. I I went to the police station (laughs) and I just spread it there. Um, No, I uh, I, it's holy shit. It's like I'm riddle. I'm sick. Right. First of all, you know, one thank you to the animate Raleigh. It was awesome. I had so much fun in Raleigh. Um, But coming out. Right. Obviously, I'm already kind of feeling rough. And the news. Is just like, I was like, what in the living book is happening? There is so much crazy shit flying around. It's going to be a fucking rough year, ladies and gentlemen. There is a lot. There's a lot going on right now. Um, First of all, ding, 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 ding. What's that sound? Epstein files revealed. Everybody's excited. Egg-shaped <laughs> penis. Society unite. It's not that egg-shaped dick. Everyone's excited, confused, and disgusted all at the same time. All the time. (laughs) And I, uh, first of all, everything that came out, we were, you know, everyone's pinging me. What do you think? There's, it's not much new was revealed. No. uh, From what we could see, it seems a lot of it was stuff was already uh, public that came from the uh, the lady that had uh, accused Prince Andrew of multiple things. We know that, we now know that Clinton was just around. Yeah. Right. If I was Bill Clinton, I wouldn't even put my name on a reservation list for a restaurant right now. <laughs> I think that he needs he is not good. Right. So God knows, you know, they all talk big on the thing. You know that things are weird when everybody on a plane is talking about how great Trump's casino is in Atlantic City. You know, that's bad because they talk about yeah. making an emergency stop in Jersey, which is like, who does that at Newark? Who is looking for pork roll so bad that they need to <laughs> literally make an emergency turnaround stop for New Jersey? And, and you have a, a whole plane filled with illegal minors that Ugh. are there as sex workers. I feel like, you know, again, very Jersey. Yeah. Um, Stephen Hawking, have you heard the thing with the, the, the little people orgy? <laughs> <laughs> is this Shit. part of the Ed, is this part of the I Epstein release? No, or is dude. Th- this is all shit. So I'm I'm half confused. I got sort of like brain fog. I looked it up. I just saw the term several times. Little people. It was Stephen Hawking M word orgy, right? I saw that several times. And then I looked it up and 
first of all, there are some startling artist representations that have just <laughs> began immediately because he is, he's, yeah, you know, I get it. Discussion and rumors. And this happened sometime or allegedly happened. Allegedly. 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 Yeah. He's it's dead. Stephen Hawking did not fucking have a little person orgy on Epstein Island in 2006. Uh, the fake testimony reads, yes, he liked watching undressed M words, little people solve complex equations on a too high up chalkboard. <laughs> it's allegedly. It's just, I want to see the animation of it. Obviously, I do obviously. want. I want to see that there. I want to see that Pixar movie, but I I don't know. I don't know if it's real. I think that um, I don't think it's not real. Of course, I don't, it's not real. I'm just saying I got brain fog. That one of the greatest minds of the 20th century got off on trying to make little people solve complex equations on a chalkboard that was too high for them to write on. All I know is life is weird. I made out with Sharon Stone once. <laughs> All right. And I don't, but I don't think that that's real. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Uh, a lot of weird shit. The, the tunnels. That was, so that's just one thing. So the Epstein list is one thing. Variant. I don't really know what's going to come out of that. I have no idea if there's going to be further revelations. Um, we don't know. Obviously, Jizz Lane is still saying, did you see her latest statement about Little St. James? No. About how there was never once a woman on that island. And it's like, you were there, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Like you were there, you went yeah. there. Yeah. So it's a, she literally was like not a single uterus or woman associated person was on that entire island. And it's like, man, man, oh man, I don't yeah. even know what you're thinking. Whatever, fuck you, just like, yeah. And then so we don't know what the hell's gonna happen. Um, we've got tunnels under synagogues. In New York City, yeah, which is no one knows jack shit about. We know Nothing. that there was a conflict between um, the Hasidic community and the police. These tunnels were under a very important building. Yeah, uh, it's the Shabbat building, right? Isn't that what it's the, the pronounced? It's a, it's a, it's it's a very yeah very important synagogue. And the the from what I just read, the tunnels were leading to a ritual bathhouse, which you know, and and this is in Crown Heights, Brooklyn. Yeah, we have no idea what's going on there. The police have not disclosed what the reason for these tunnels or what's happening. We do know that there was an intense fight um, between police and some of the younger members of the congregation. And they were all like, apparently there's a part of some fringe group that believes that their former leader might be a messiah. I have no idea. I have yeah. no idea. It's just very, again, I was just like sitting. And this sick, is sick, sick as balls. <laughs> just being like, I have to get to a microphone. <laughs> Where's the microphone? Yeah. I gotta talk to someone. <laughs> but it was just like I God knows what the hell that is. It's well, uh, it's a, it's the Hasidic community in uh in Brooklyn. Uh, they are famously uh, insular. They have their sure. own police force. They have their own um they have their own ambulance. They're very very insular. It's hard to get any sort of information out from them as to what they're actually fucking up to. Yes, uh, it, I don't know what's so going on. Who knows? We may Who never knows? know what the fuck's going on. But that tunnel, I mean, that video is insane. I mean, intense fight. I, it's more of a slap fight and a shove fight. It's just for, against the police. Yeah. And then they're pulling, well, they're pulling benches in front. They're barring them from, because they went to go fill in the tunnel. Because yeah. I guess they were talking with about concrete. the structure. They were really afraid of the structural integrity of the building getting it's, fucked with. Yeah. So yeah. It's a fucking tunnel underneath an apart, like a huge building in Brooklyn. I just don't know how they did it. I don't know how they dug it. All I know is, is that it's been a fantasy of mine. 
for yeah. a long time. I want yeah. tunnels. You know, I, I want tunnels. that. I, I want know. tunnels. I want the secret room. I've been, I actually asked that we were getting a closet redone and I asked them if I could build a secret compartment in the wall. If mm -hmm. I could do that. Yeah. They looked at me like I was the fucking dangerous person. Like you were on the fucking Epstein list. But no, but I just said, no, it's like fun for me. <laughs> to have the secret, the secret. What would you put back there in the secret compartment? It probably would just be hats. <laughs> <laughs> I have hundreds of graphic tees. Yeah, you do. Well, you put your shoes back there. No, the shoes got to be seen. Okay, that's that. That is the whole point of the shoes: is that the shoes are seen. Yeah, they have to be seen. You can't yeah. hide those. I just yeah. partially. I want it so that I can hide in there. Oh, okay. So you can just hide yourself and leave your wife to deal with the home invader. No, Natalie, get in there. She get in there, but it would be it would have to be one or the other. We already know. We've already talked about this. The roles in our home. I yeah. tire the assassin. She finishes off. That, that's the idea. So yeah, but yeah, my, just, our our roles in the home is I attack, she calls. Yes, but eventually she's got to attack. Yeah, eventually. But I mean, if he gets past me, then yeah, you know, it, it's it is up to her. I mean, she's not. I mean, she and that's the thing. You don't want to corner Carolina. That's the last no. thing you want to do. That is a woman no. that is gr a fantastic in a crisis. It's like her eyes go black like a doll's eyes. No, I don't want to deal fucking, with it. She uh, fucking goes into survival mode. So, yeah, you don't want to fuck with her. See, what I want is you open it up and you don't know. And it's just got like a, a kind of a, a jerry rigged version of a Batman suit in it. <laughs> and so people think I've been if I die in here and then people think I've been avenging the city yeah. like going in there but also I've been kind of thinking about the idea of like just a C4 vest oh okay so your suicide vest well just in case just to make anybody understand like if you come into my home I'll destroy this whole house so you're <laughs> I'll, so I'll you're, blow up the whole house so you're comfortable like sleeping every night with a pile of C4 in your closet yeah, but it's inert, right? Until you, you set it on fire. I don't know. I know it's a clay-like substance. I've just seen it in movies. Yeah, you I've don't seen want it around. around things. You don't want it around because what if there is a house fire? It's going to be like that fucking the flare fire yes. and, and where the entire house explodes. Again, mystery. Great content. People are going to go like, ooh, what's that all about? You know, getting buzzed, driving mm. up the algorithm. Interesting. Yeah. And if you die in that explosion, then it, that gives me an ad content for at least Every, a couple of weeks. See, everybody, again, yeah. everybody's doing great. Yeah. It's all, and then everybody can come to work with COVID and, and be ready to go. <laughs> Everyone's going to be ready to go. Um, and so these, again, no idea what's happening in the news. All this is fucked up. But I do know for a fucking fact. And aliens have attacked Miami, one of the most precious, beautiful cities in this entire country of ours. And this is <laughs> this thing's fucked up. Have you looked at this story? Yeah, yeah. He's have got, you seen like, it? I've seen it. I've seen it. I've, seen I've, I've looked at it. Yeah. Look at this, right? So, <laughs> so you're you're firmly on the side that this was aliens. Why don't you why, explain the explain the video? Explain the incident. All right. So the Nephilim have visited. <laughs> Miami, okay. uh, and, and it's not just a guy who owns the Cuban sandwich shop. Nephilim are the ancient aliens that turned us from putri, paltry little primates into the working class, intelligent-based primates that we are today in order to dig for gold for their starships. We already know this, all right? That's already set. I thought that the Nephilim were the offspring of humans having sex with angels. In the book of it wasn't that what the book of Enoch told us. Yeah, Rob is he's giving me a thumbs up. You don't have your COVID brain is fucking you up, bro. 
Nephilim, Nephilim is what you want it to be. Because <laughs> I've also seen the Nephilim be described as the Watchers. Yeah, right. The, the Nephilim is also the Watchers, the ones that are beyond, the one that just watch everything that's happening. Like the Watcher, the children yes. of the Watchers, the, the children, the, the children of the Watchers. Yeah, children the children of the Watchers. The, the watcher, and, the, yeah. and they are also sometimes compared to the Anunnaki. Uh -huh. Right, which is the also the original reptilian race that might be a part of the Nephilim might also be the ancient demons that inspired the Torah. Uh -huh. Yeah, and your belief <laughs> is that those aliens showed up at a fucking mall in Miami. They had to, and so um, <laughs> this is very interesting. Like, um, this is a very because one of the trending topics on Twitter was Nephilim. <laughs> and to this, um, so this is a Florida police. So they happened at a uh, Miami mall. Uh, there was a giant. The police claimed that 50 teenagers, they said possibly armed with sticks, <laughs> were involved in a huge melee at the Bayside Marketplace, which is a local mall. And now the cops are saying straight up, nothing has been withheld from the public. We're not we're not hiding aliens. But video from a police helicopter actually suggests otherwise. If you could see outside of the Bayside Mall, there's many police. So no one knows why. They shut off the power to the mall. They shut off the water to the mall. They shut down all of the ways into the mall. Right? No one knows, what they could, but there was yeah, a they, massive they, Of brawl. course they know why, because the brawl, the kids had fireworks and they thought it was a fucking mass shooting at the mall. Nephilim. <laughs> uh, so if you see this video, right? Like, watch. You see the spotlight hit these yeah. three aliens. You see these? Look. All right. So there has been this, this if there is a, everyone's saying rumors of shadow aliens. They look fairly solid. If yeah. you watch this video from the helicopter, you see a bunch of police there. They, you know, the lights are going. You see three shadowy, yet still very thick creatures. I'm going to say creatures. They are human-like in form, but they are walking slightly slower than you would. Right? <laughs> so I'm viewing them as aliens. They are weird. It's weird looking. It's, it's more just like, yes. Do how many police officers... Hundreds of police officers arrived yeah. to arrest what? But just a, a teenage fights? What are they? They're probably fighting over if Taylor Swift and Kelsey, what's his name, are breaking up or whatever. They're probably there being like, oh, yo, Joe Coy at the Golden Globes was bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who knows what these kids, kids fight over anything? It's like, that's not what they're there for. Those yeah. kids were probably there chasing their Pokemons. No, no, they're not there at all because the kids had fireworks and they were setting them off and they thought it was a mass shooting. That's not at all what it was there for. They were there for the Anunnaki. They it was were there for these three strollabouts. They just <laughs> had to control the narrative. Okay. All right, because you have these teenagers fighting because, you know, I do. We're all scared. Of, we're all scared of teenagers. Yeah. Right? I'm no, no, everyone's of... always scared of every teenager. Oh, yeah, I'm my God. in British teenagers that just went there, terrifying. Terrifying because they got nothing to lose. Right. They don't they don't understand their bodies and their hormones. They don't understand their rage within. Right. Yeah. They know they don't understand. So it's like I do understand that's scary, but this is partially why I think the I've been saying this for a while, where we have to have like a brigade of police that don't have guns, but they have like we need more nets. Yeah. Sticky glue stuff where you scoat them in a you coat them in a bunch of slime. It sticks them to the ground, a bunch of like weird hardening foam, I think would actually be good for them. Like more ropes. I think a good way to kind of just pin them all to the ground for a while until everybody cools out. Yeah. And then you could show them some new, what's kids like? Diplo. You could show them like something. <laughs> you could show them a video that'll calm them down. Be like, here you go. There's a uh -huh. new, look at these new fucking killer ass Travis Scott Nike yeah. collabs. And then they're all just, they'll all just go like, whoa, yeah, cool. You show them some Lego. 
<laughs> they all some, just calm no, down. Roblox. You show them, show them some Roblox, man. Kids love Roblox. Which is skibbity dibbity. <laughs> Where's so the you, toilet? Yeah. So your your way of approaching law enforcement is that you want them to use tools that Adam West used in the old Batman TV show. I think that's how we safely harness children. Right? Yeah, They're going to okay. make sure that they don't hurt each other. But if it is a cool video. But why? Yeah, it is. All right. So if we're introducing, yes, everyone's making a big deal. Aliens. Is it aliens? Don't know. I I I find it interesting that we're focusing in on this piece of footage. Like what was about it? Like what the fuck were they looking at? There were three. They are. If you believe that this is real, they showed it on the fucking news. Those are weird. They're large, right? They're, they're, yeah, they're large and they're all very, uh, they're very white. Like the, it's, the color, saying, it's, it's the color of them is that it's, it's very strange. The this color, is what because I'm they're saying, not police bro. officers, but on this the other hand, there's, saying there are a lot of, there's also a lot of spotlights around, which could make it appear from a police helicopter hundreds of feet up that they are all white. Are they wearing reflective clothing? Is it a bunch of people from the blue man group? Is it all the budget <laughs> guys? Was the Jabberwockies? The Jabberwockies. Right? I don't know if it is the Jabberwockies. I just, it is just a, we're just in this year. Of, of this decade of God knows how we disseminate what is real and what is not real it's and incredible. what is confusing and what is not confusing. And something like this is that you, it's because obviously we, we hyper-focused in because the entire country is in love with aliens right now and is really yeah. looking for aliens and, and is seeing them everywhere. We got some jellyfish videos I'm going to show at some point on the stream that are truly frightening. I'm going to get you like, you know, I love, they are not balloons. Because if I hear the word balloon associated with the UFO, I know that you're racist against high strangeness. <laughs> That's a racist term. Balloon yeah. lover is a racist term <laughs> on UFO subreddits yeah, around the world. Because that's been as as far back as Roswell. It's weather balloon, 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 balloon. Yeah, balloon, yeah, balloon, a, balloon, balloon. A and lot just been, of balloon. It's a balloon. Well, I know balloons. All right, I've seen it too. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah. I know balloons. Yeah, yeah, your house is filled with them every day because it keeps you from destroying all of our precious chinas, right? Everything's covered in bellini and like in a giant plastic like substance. But what, Marcus, to you, like, what is the goal of a news story that is purporting the idea that there are aliens in this conflict? Like, do you think that this helps alleviate the idea that it took 150 cops uh, to subdue? 50 teenager was with fireworks. So they have to sort of float this other day. Cause the cops are like, it's not aliens. So the aliens, well, I mean, because- the cops are there. I would say that the cops response to it was very similar to the, the official response to the Phoenix lights. Remember sure. when, uh, what's his name? Fife Symington. Fife uh, Symington, that exactly. criminal who went ahead to eat his own hat. <laughs> yeah, Fife Symington, who was the mayor of Phoenix at the time during the infamous Phoenix Lights incident, uh, he held a press conference and said, we found the culprit, we found who did it, and he brought out a guy in an alien costume, and everyone had a good laugh. But then years later, he did, as you said, eat his hat, yeah, saying man. that something very strange did happen. But this does happen quite a bit with, uh, you know, with the news. And it, it might be a way to alleviate the pressure of the people of Miami of like, why did 38 to 40 to 50 cop cars show up at the mall last night? Uh, but it is also, it's a fun human interest story. Of course. Uh, and well, because the Vegas story, the Vegas UFO story was really interesting. That popped uh -huh. up and kind of went away. But they uh, always give it that smile that, eh, they always the lighter side. Like, they always give it that, uh, that wink and a nod. But uh, that's how we know we're on the right side. Yeah. 
You think so? And when the news starts saying serious things about the UFO situation and phenomena, <laughs> that's, you don't fucking, that's how the only way you can say it is mid-birth. It's yeah. the only way to actually say it is that when they are talking seriously about it, that's how I know they're talking to the government. You think so? Yes. So yes. when they're talking, ser- so in your, in your worldview, it's only real if they're making fun of it. Yes. <laughs> called mental illness but, but it is a I really believe that though I don't think that when they're talking seriously about UFOs it feels like they are talking for a uh, a different purpose when we went through the whole like when we took down all those UFOs uh, at the big I want to say the beginning of last year when all of that went down with all of the drones that were shot down the spy balloons that were shot down and then the the mysterious objects that were shot down over Michigan and yeah. Alaska it is, you know, my my view at the time was, which I still think is a holding, is that what we did was that we shot up one spy balloon and then we also shot up a couple other private industry objects that were in the sky that mm. were literally just floating there and we just blew it up to just show everybody that we could blow up something the size of the sedan uh, in the sky if we want to, that we can yeah. locate it and blow it up. And that, that mostly that was a, Slightly for show. I mean, you watch everybody talk very seriously about UFOs, and it feels like it's we're playing some sort of international uh, gamesmanship with other countries, with China and sure. Russia, showing them what we can do. Um, but it's you know, otherwise stuff like this. Yes, it's a. I don't mind a winky, a winky alien story because then I know we're not being taken too seriously. Because once we get, because guess what happens when a serious light comes to all of these ufologists and people that are interested in it? It just ruins. All of their lives. Lou Elizondo could not make it through a dozen pitch meetings. <laughs> you know what I mean? It yeah. got to a point where it's, it had too much heat for him. Yeah. You know, like it's too much stuff. He David Grush just it. canceled. Just David Grush just canceled another Rogan appearance because he's now he's now citing security issues. Uh, but yeah. it does feel like I, it's because he doesn't have yet the next layer that he's trying to talk about. But maybe maybe he is maybe he is being threatened because it does sound like he is doubling down every day about what he's talking about. Yeah. David Grush is a very, he's an interesting character and, and there's, and what I've been seeing amongst the UFO community is that the, the overall narrative right now is that human beings are in an experiment and the reason why there is no disclosure uh, is because the moment the world pop knows the that we're an experiment, then the experiment is over and they yes. start and, and they kill us all and, and start all over again. Like, did you read the story? Like, this one's been a big one lately. I, apparently, it's been around for a while, but I've been seeing it a lot. The Jimmy Carter story. Have you read this one? Which one? I know this the is- one that he saw. I know that he says that he's seen. Well, the, the, the story is that, you know, he saw a UFO, you know, and he said during his campaign, like, once I get, uh, I've seen a UFO, you know, call me crazy, whatever. I know what I saw. Uh, I know what I saw. <laughs> and he said, as soon as I get into office, I'm going to disclose that I'm going to look into UFOs. I'm going to see what the government oh, yeah. knows. I'm going to disclose. Clinton the, said the same thing. Yeah. And the story, the, uh, the story goes that Jimmy Carter was taken into the back room. You know, he was taken in. He was told what the UFO phenomenon Scenario, was. What, what yeah. we're dealing with. Yeah. yeah. And then he came out of the room and, and broke into tears and was a broken man for about a couple of weeks because the speculation uh, is that he was told that 
that, you know, he was given proof that all the world's religions are merely parts of the experiment uh, and that his strong Christian faith uh, over the years was a lie. And then he's like, well, it gets time to put solar panels on the White House. <laughs> Is that my Jimmy Carter impression? Is that good? Well, <laughs> well, seems like we're gonna have to invite Willie Nelson out here. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like a, that's the yeah. Jimmy Carter. All right, man, he's old, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah. He doesn't remember when that happened. He doesn't remember when any of that shit happened. No, he I, doesn't. I, but I've been I've been seeing that well, story over and over well, sure. and over again. Yes. The UFO forums that I follow. Well, Bill Clinton also went through it. Obama went through it. Obama also he. He was the only person I find it interesting is because I feel like with Democrat presidents, they're more willing to play with it. Mm -hmm. But it is the they all do the you remember famously Obama did the whole like, you know, like I'd have to, if I told you I'd have to kill you when he did the whole like funny little bit. Mm -hmm. And it's just like you do know, though, Obama, yeah. you do know. And then you made one of the worst movies I have ever seen. That Julia <laughs> Roberts movie is absolutely hot. Garbage. Help us. I you need to help us. Help you need to us. stop making podcasts and shitty movies. Help and us. Help Obama. us. Do something. <laughs> I don't know what he's gonna you. do. I don't know what he's gonna do. If one of the, if one of your daughters is listening, if if, if, if Sasha, if, if, Sasha, if you're listening, call your tell father. Her, tell him, call your father. Tell him to help us. We need Sasha. your Sasha. We need to do something, right? <laughs> Call your dad. Say that two aging podcasters are asking for your help. Help. Oh, apparently, no. Don't worry. He says he's going to make a new series of Mentos commercials. <laughs> so I think that's really going to help. I actually Freshness. think it's going to be it's going to be Vladimir Putin eating the Mentos, mm -hmm. stopping the war. I mean, it's good. It's a good psyop. Yeah, it is a good psyop. But we don't need freshness. We got plenty of freshness. We need no, help. no. No, I mean, I'm not very fresh, but that's just because I haven't bathed in days. Yeah. Life from your grave. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it. But guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right. Give the moms in your life an aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, 
you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text and that helps you save time i know i'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse picks now part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts now so what i've done to do is like so while i'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse picks over various country borders. I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hi. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs. And it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt, and I love planting things myself. And Fast Growing Trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there, and it's going to thrive, and it's going to look real good. And I don't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Now, I um, so talking about Asaya, this is another, again, weirdo fucking story that i absolutely love this is straight from old school x yeah this floated up now this is a video was emerged from a chinese airline this is from this is in january and it's interesting because it does not look staged it looks it's actually very frightening it's very um panicking and people are screaming on a plane and this guy, another example of somebody having a full-on mental breakdown inside of a plane, if it is indeed a mental breakdown or something, God knows what the hell else it could be, is that the man claiming that he tried to run and open up a door on a plane. We got to do something about this. There's got to be a more of a cover on these. There's got to be something else. I think, like, I know that the emergency exit, we're giving people too much responsibility with the emergency exit. Right. I think that we need to just get rid of that. I get think the emergency 
And there needs to be a guy that needs to be chosen that needs to just sit next to that thing. And that's what he does. Maybe that's impossible. I know we had the, what was it? The flight warden. The, the, the marshals, the marshals. That, yeah. that, I don't think that happens anymore. I don't no. think the flight marshals happens anymore. But it's like, we do need, there's something, because these doors are just like, people just grab them. Yeah, well, and, I mean, thankfully, this one was on the ground. Like, well, if you're up in the air, you can't open it up. But this was still on the ground. I watch these doors now. I take it amongst myself. And I will stop this. Because you believe that if the door comes open, like it did on that Alaska Airlines flight, if something pops off, you're going to be the man to save everyone. I'm going to do it. Right? I'm going to fucking stop. I'm going to stop. I'm going to do the let's roll. <laughs> and I'm going to change everything. But to this guy... He opened up the emergency door of the plane, screaming that he has uh, he was in a time loop and that this was his sixth time. And that each time he went onto this plane, it crashed and he died and he woke back up on the plane. Yeah. And that it just took off again. And so this guy is screaming about how everybody's going to die. Um, and that we need to be careful because and so everybody's flipping out and he's going, I'm trying to save everyone. I'm trying to save everyone. This is my sixth time in this loop. This is like something out of lost. Like, it is. It, it, it's so fucking cool. Like, I mean, not cool. I mean, it's terrifying, but <laughs> it's it, terrifying. It's like, I mean, I'm just saying that because I'm like rewatching lost right now in preparation for a, a stream that me and Caroline are going to do in the future. Uh, but maybe so, you know, lost is just on my brain. Uh, but oh, it, it does, does feel like lost. It feels yeah. like the X-Files. It feels yeah. like it's something that is um, extremely interesting to me, but also or, or the Twilight be, because Zone. it's it is um, the scariest thought I can have. Yeah, about what can happen on a plane. Obviously. Being stuck in a time loop of the plane crashing, but there is a there is one small detail that does point towards like maybe this might be more of a mental breakdown. Is that he said Marcus, the flight... <laughs> how fucking dare you, dog? He said that the flight attendant wasn't human and was a robot who was changing her battery. Well, you know, I mean, I don't know, but it could be that there's this is some sort of experiment that there are robots on the plane. And they don't want to. And but that's the thing is that if he experienced the time loop, does that not mean that everybody on the plane is also experiencing the time loop? Well, it's a little bit of uh, I think they call it in uh, I think they call it on the Internet main character syndrome, uh. where he sort of has this idea that they all are all in his time loop. Right? right, that they are all they they are all subject to whatever happens to him. He's the only one outside of the consciousness point, and so that technically would probably mean he's the only person with free will. He's and the, all Desmond the rest of them. He's the, the, the Desmond. He's the Desmond in this situation. Okay, yes. yeah, I, okay. I do find it interesting because from obviously a lot of Chinese media is controlled, and there's not a lot of that we get. This went straight to the internet, and I guess partially. Having it be grounded and having the flight be grounded would point more towards it being staged. But it is, I don't know what the purpose of it being staged would be. Um, like now we see the lady who came out that said that the man wasn't real, right? Like she's yeah. saying, I was just saying that because I was like, are you not being for real right now? Like it's like that was her <laughs> answer to that, which was like, that's fucking weird. I just think that she still is yet to admit that she was um very intoxicated. Um, but this is a an, this is another, like again, allegedly, I don't know. I'm just talking, I'm talking out of school, but she is just saying that you go like like literally like uh, you know, like just you're you're not real about that, which yeah. is like I just don't know what that means. I don't know I, why you would I, say that. 
I think that's something that she came up with while talking to her friends and thought, and since she's not a very bright person, she thought that that was the, the best she can come up with without taking any sort of responsibility about being too intoxicated on a plane. And then being very frightening to a lot of people and freaked everybody out. It's because yeah. she did. She was just kind of talking. Um, but this guy is like, this guy was uh, is in distress. So on this, because it is a damn the airline, but this guy is, uh, it, it took a lot of people to pin him down. And you can literally, which also I, we talk about in the show all the time about how much we appreciate flight attendants and what they have to fucking go through Very and what so. they do. Because the, you just hear them calmly over there being like, everyone return to your seats. <laughs> Don't everyone just, if you could just you know, put on your seatbelts and we will move forward. And like, they're all trying to be very calm, except for everybody that's there pinning this guy to the ground, being like, we're all going to die. Everybody's going <laughs> to die. I've seen this before. I've been in this time loop. Because as soon as I'm here in time loop, yeah, I'm off the plane. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm gone. I'm done. My my trip is canceled. Yeah. I wonder if there is something about airplane, because it does seem like there is so much wacky shit happening on airplanes over the last few years. It's really been, it's been in the last three years uh, that just the wet, just wacky shit keeps happening on airplanes over and over and over again. And it could be, you know, partly the the whole like, com, uh, like not necessarily confirmation bias. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but the idea that because we all have like ubiquitous record, there's recording devices are in every single person's pocket and every single incident that happens anywhere can in the world can immediately... Time frozen time and immediately uploaded to the internet for the entire world to see. So maybe shit's always been wacky on airplanes. Maybe I, it has been. Part of my theory is that we are in an obviously high stress point in society. Yes. Um, we were after we have not dealt with the residual. I'm just going to go use the term a, a drama yeah. for what we all dealt with as a society during COVID and no one really wants to admit it because we've been desperate. To, we're all just desperately trying to move on, which I do understand. Right? People are just trying to get like trying to get society back on its fucking on track. Um, but I do think that it's a uh, people are crazy. I think airlines are nuts. <laughs> yeah. The prices are out of control. You think so? Right. You got that. You got a little bit of the prices are out of control. So people are like ramped up. Customer service is weird. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just feel like it's there's a lot of stuff going on and just the constant, ever pervasive uh, big brother eye that we have kept on ourselves with our own cell phones. Yeah. 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 No, it's uh, everything that's the thing is that shit's always been fucked in the world. It's just now we get to see everybody's little corner of the world getting fucked up at all. 24 seven. Yeah. Because yeah, everyone's corner of the world gets fucked up. Sometimes we all yes. encounter weird shit. Uh, you know, we lived in New York for forever, you know, and you encounter weird shit there on a daily basis, like so much so that when weird, super weird shit would happen, I would sometimes forget about it. Like, within the hour oh, and oh, then like yeah. and then like later that day someone will say something and it so you remember when that you, guy dresses remember when that guy dresses mickey mouse cut his dick off and you're like yeah <laughs> I, oh will, yeah but someone will say something like remind you is like oh yeah they're like this thing happened to me like earlier today and they're like how the fuck did you not walk into the room telling me about that i'm like a lot of stuff going i on. forgot there's so a lot of stuff I, going just, on. I totally forgot that it happened until just saw, now uh, yeah because there's problems like you know Exactly. Mickey Mouse guy happened. And I saw Jake Gyllenhaal on the train. Now it's like that. <laughs> that first memory's erased. Now yeah. I know Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, he's just like us. Yeah, he's just like us. Look at that. He's out there. He's just on the train. Is that incredible? Is. Yeah, he's just like us. Toby Maguire loves the train. Loves the train. Yeah. Too much. 
think it's too much. Who loves the train? I like the train. I love the train. I miss that's the number one yes. thing I miss from New York. I do the miss train. the train. I yeah. do miss the train. I love um, the train. But no, it's so it's just fucked. I don't want to be in a time loop. No. no the time, could, time loop sounds like a like one of the biggest nightmare scenarios. Cause I uh you always see uh, like when people describe no hell. Doubt. Like, well, when people describe hell, it's always like, you should be stuck in the worst moment of your life forever. No! You shall live it over and over and over again. No! I shall kill your daughter and make, no! her, make you relive her death day after day. It. Leave Wendy alone. <laughs> um, this is, uh, do, what would you do? If I was would stuck in a like, time loop? Would you do the Bill Murray thing? You'd learn to play the piano? Would you oh. seduce? Would you try to seduce her or make the one woman in the town that you knew from before, would you get to know everything about her and then slowly seduce her in a way that was actually kind of stockbridge, but she doesn't know that you spent 40 years in a time loop? I have no idea what I would do. I mean, I, I think I would try. Because, you know, be, Groundhog Day, they said it, it was 40 years. 40 years. Is that what they finally, like, figured out was 40 years? I think that was the, it was in the script. Ah, that it was for, that eventually was by the end years. of it was, it was 40 years. Man, yeah, I think that I would make much more of an effort to escape. Because I feel like that's what that was one, the one thing that I always thought was missing from that movie is that he made no he never made an effort to escape the town. Well, technically, I think a lot of it is assuming that hundreds of those were if he did commit suicide multiple, 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 multiple times. No, I and mean, kept coming back physically leaving the town. <laughs> Like, I mean, physics, not you just trying to himself. run. You just get no, in you, a car and just drive. You get in a because that's the thing is that they act like the, the you know, Grove was it Grover's Mill? Like they act um, like okay, it was a, it Punxsutawney Pete and it was yeah, Punxsutawney. They, yeah. They act like this town is like an island in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Like it's a place. It's, it's a don't town know. in Pennsylvania. Well, he did the whole thing where he, he led the cops on the on the chase, and then he drove out of town. I do think he might have tried. That might have been in the movie where he just drove and drove and drove and drove and drove and drove and drove, and then he woke up and he was back in Punxsutawney. Yeah, it could be. It, it really you know, could because be. I think that's what they're saying is that he had a change, Marcus. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's what this guy needs to learn. And I wonder what is it about him that he's doing wrong. And I think that we should bring him. Because he's obviously probably in some form of mental institution now. Yeah. Bring him Andy McDowell. <laughs> Who's still stunning, by the way. Stunning. We bring him Andy McDowell. She goes, you know, she does a thing. She kind of gives him, you know, a little bit of a ribbing. Mm -hmm. Being like, oh, maybe. And then maybe he'll give him something to live for. That adorable maybe, southern accent. Just yeah, bring in America's sweetheart of the 90s. I mean, you know? that, I feel like that would help him a lot she if could he met her. She could tell him about his experience working with John Travolta and Michael. I mean, I would love to hear that myself. Uh -huh. And then <laughs> I think she was also, I would love, was she also in Phenomenon? Uh, no, that's Kira no, Sedgwick. That's Kira Sedgwick. No, no, no. She, she so always, if Andy McDowell doesn't work for him in that, we'll bring him Kira Sedgwick. Friggin' Kira Sedgwick. And then she and can it, talk about her experiences filming with John, a movie Travolta. With John Travolta. Yeah. And the Phenomenon hear, about how he had a brain tumor. I hear he's a delight on set. I hear he's a delight. But then yeah. you can tell, then you can find out whether or not the guy had a brain tumor, secretly psychic. Yeah. That's what the thing is. He thinks he's psychic. He thinks it's touch from an angel. But Andy uh, McDowell was in Michael. It, he was, she was in Michael. Yeah, yeah psychokinetic. He's psychokinetic in Kinetic. phenomenon. Yeah, he, yes. he can move things with his mind and he becomes very intelligent. It's he very intelligent. so intelligent that he can make electricity 
come back. That's powder. Powder is powder. where he can make. Powder <laughs> made is by the pedophile. Becomes- that's, guy made, that's the movie made by the pedophile. <laughs> yeah, powder the is said, the one. Yeah. You know, be, feel free to bring your children to the set. Yeah. And they can- <laughs> hey, just so you know, I actually went and had these special knee saddles made for your children. If you want to use these, these just to make it so they aren't ruined. Their 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 taints aren't hurt by the, my rough knees. Yeah. But- no, I uh, yeah, I feel like again, maybe he needs John Travolta. I think everybody skip needs these John Travolta. Women. I yeah. skip these women all together. Bring him John Travolta because he's looking for goodwill. He is. He really is. I, I feel like he's looking for some distractions. You know, he's been he's been in mourning for a while. Over a while. I, we take him out, out over to China. We have him talk to this man. He talks about his own experiences filming Michael. And filming he talks Michael. about he talks about Michael from his perspective. And he talks about how uncomfortable the fucking wings were and shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Yeah, well, speaking and of And he dances for him a little bit. And oh then, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He wears his best to pay you show him time is just a number he's like oh you think you're in a time loop he puts his time he puts the pay on i'm danny zuko <laughs> you know like he's just like, just like wow holy shit 1976 <laughs> 1982 1993 you know what i mean like luscious hair and michael you really did you yeah. really did not a strand of it made that from a horse um <laughs> Talk about made from a horse. I want to. I don't know the segue to get into this story, but you you brought in the most mm-hmm. frightening story of the week. My Besides God. the the fentanyl bags being replaced with water by that nurse, which is like that's a whole fucked up thing that happened. Um, and uh, they're being accused right now. This is an Oregon. A nurse swapped fentanyl with IVs filled with tap water, but I think it's got a lot to do with her addiction to tap to not tap water to uh, <laughs> fentanyl. To, uh, fentanyl. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she was taking the fentanyl for herself and replacing the tubes with tap water, and ten people died. But the other unfortunate death story that we have is that this one is absolutely terrifying. It happened in South Carolina. Apparently, there was an elderly couple. Uh, their names is- were. Their names oh, were God. Joan Littlejohn and Glenwood Fowler. They were 84 and 82 years old. Oh, God. A couple just, of weeks ago. Ugh. It's a Mima and Papu. Oh, yeah. This is Mima Hold and Papu on. all over. Yeah. Yes. A uh, couple of weeks ago, they, one of them was complaining to their children that their house was cold. You know, it's, it's wintertime. It gets yeah. a little chilly out in South Carolina. And so the kids came over, found that the pilot light had gone out in their, uh, in their boiler. And so they lit the pilot light. They fiddled with some of the wires. That's one of the, I think that's the most important thing here is they fiddled Never. with wires. I'm just going to say, man, there are certain things you can fix in your home. There's certain things you know how to fix. And I've watched YouTube videos and I've taught, I know I learned how to do fuses and YouTube videos and learn how to do little fix things in my refrigerator and my garbage disposal and YouTube videos. But when it comes to the heater of your home, I wouldn't fuck with it. And fuck Ed no. did talk, Ed talked massive shit about HVAC people last episode. And I do want to say, because he got into a whole thing about HVAC people. And then I got a lot of also several emails that said that HVAC back and forth. Some people saying HVAC people are saviors. Some people from from HVAC people saying, hey, we are HVAC people, we'd listen. And then they got some people saying that they are, the HVAC people are evil. But I don't know what the thing is. You still, we need them. The HVAC, what the HVAC people are just scamming you? There's a lot of people. There's a lot of differing opinions. But when it comes down to it, we need them. So I'm just staying neutral. I'm Switzerland. Yeah. No, and this is this story definitely confirmed. Like I'm we never fucking need- with any sort of HVAC system in any way whatsoever because these. This elderly couple was not heard from for a week. 
So the kids asked the police to go check on them. Maybe they didn't live in the same town. I don't know why, but the police went on a welfare check. They definitely, yeah, they weren't around probably. Because yeah. The- they walked inside and found that the temperature inside the house was 120 degrees that, and they found that the boiler was set to 1,000 degrees. It's not the, good. They were pierogied to death. <laughs> the couple was, of course, both dead. Uh, their bodies were, uh, the temperature of the bodies was 106 degrees Fahrenheit. They were cooked. They were One literally steam cooked. The man was found lying on the bed unclothed and the woman was at the side of the bed clothed and slouched in a chair. Both of them had mobility issues. Uh, the man had just taken a, a fall. The woman had just recently broken her hip. Uh, so what seems to have happened is that the heat in their house rapidly rose the heat itself made them too lethargic to move, uh, and they cooked to death. I don't want this. <laughs> the only way I'd want to be cooked to death if it was on the beautiful beaches of the Cayman Islands. Of course. <laughs> when I'm sitting course. there with my Mai Tai and I'm allowing myself to be cooked to death slowly but surely, wrapped, I guess, in garbage bags and Vaseline. Yeah, waiting for it to waiting for me to slowly succumb, but it is um, this is horrifying. It's incredible I, that the that the house did not just explode because they said that the air of natural gas was very very strong. And you what's know, the, the brand of that heater? Because that's actually <laughs> very good. If you can run that at a thousand, if you run that at a thousand, that's like Hieronymus Bosch level temperature. Like that is yeah. not good. That is the that is the furnace of hell. They went to the basement and discovered that the heater was so hot that it looked as if the basement was currently on fire, but it was not. It was just glowing so brightly that everything looked like it was a flame. You think about this. They walked down there. It was just going, it's Freddy Krueger's boiler. <laughs> That's where Freddy Krueger lived. Yeah. Where it's like the idea of it glowing orange. Yeah. Like you go down there. It's very fucking bad. I have no <laughs> idea how it ran so long. Yeah. How did it, it go? I don't know. I mean, it's it is an incredible heater. It's but, an incredible but, heater. But it's not an incredible heater because through it didn't just shut some simple fiddling of the it, wires, it set it, they didn't set it to a thousand degrees Fahrenheit. The heater set itself. Yeah, the meter set itself to a thousand degrees. And they cooked to death it because got, of it. So it's not, it's good for durability. Bad for programmability. Do we find out whether or not this heater's Gen Z and it was quiet quitting? <laughs> quite. That's, that's quite, quite clever of you. Quite clever of you. <laughs> it's just quitting. Yeah. It's, it's not quite. There is nothing quiet about it. You're just quitting. All right. No. You're just called. Now you're just barely doing the job. You're quitting. But the, yeah. I, the idea of, I, I just, well, this is why we need robots. We need helper robots. I do think in many ways, the elderly could be helped with with helper robots that no matter what, they're uncorruptible. They can't be like Stephen Hawking where they'll make you cheat on your wife where they can't seduce you while you're in there. Wait, okay, so you're saying that uh, Stephen Hawking's robot made him cheat on his... No, I'm saying that that he had a human nurse. He had a human nurse Uh and that was the problem. He Ah. spent too much time with the human nurse. They seduced each other, broke up the marriage. Right. But I think that when you could, if you had a robot in there, mm-hmm. that has a temperature, that has a, 
that has a temperature gauge, and if the Did temperature, well, the temperature the gets too high, the robot calls the police and drags says, you out to the street. <laughs> right, it grabs you, drags you out to the street, and leaves you out there naked, naked but alive. But for how long though? It's cold. They're going to die of exposure. Because what's the robot going to do after it drives? Because I just can't ima- imagine that scene. You're dude, fucking, you're, you're walking your dog down the street. Dude, it's just playing a song and just spinning. <laughs> just playing Push It by Salt and Pepper. <laughs> but imagine that scene. You're walking your dog and all of a sudden there's a robot dragging two naked septuagenarians <laughs> onto the fucking lawn and just leave another there. robot doing its job you know i just move on you know just like wendy and carmy furiously smelling the machine just being like you guys look sweaty <laughs> you're truly, probably gonna need a blanket or something truly we have arrived in the future Dude. Dude, it's just spinning in a circle. Oh man, someone put this on tone loke mode. I don't know who did that. That was not good. It doesn't help anybody. Like, but that's um, that's horrifying. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is horrifying. So, uh, yeah, if you do start to feel the heat going up and up and up and up, give someone a call. It's also, you know, you, I've never heard of this hard. ever happening. I've, ne- I've this never is the first time I've ever heard of something like this happening. Where they're looking the, for the cause of death now. They're saying that the carbon dioxide or monoxide uh, levels in the house were not at a dangerous level. No, and they not. said that it wasn't that. It literally was they were overcome by heat. Yeah. They they passed out and they just didn't wake I'm, up. I'm sure they suffocated. It's got to be. Ugh, I just. Ugh, I, hopefully <laughs> we still have a show. <laughs> You know, because then someone will check in. Yeah, that's good. You know, if we have ads, yeah, we have ads. We have ads. Yeah, we have to fill up, fulfill our ad (laughs) obligation. Someone comes and checks in on us. (laughs) Knock, 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 knock. Then they can at least go to find out. Being like, um, actually, um, we do a. Is there a simply safe? We actually need a simply safe from you, Henry. Oh my god! (laughs) Oh my god! His dick is stuck in the in the fucking vacuum cleaner. Help oh, me! Help, help me! Help! I sought, I sought new pleasures, and I have since been punished. Oh God, Rob! Oh God, my! Don't say! Oh, Bark. put the camera com. down. Bark.com demands their ads. Put the camera down. This isn't content. Fly from your grave. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up, and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today. 
to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash last pod. Ah, Jules. Oh, Jules. Make a wife smile today. The road to getting engaged can be long and full of memories and pitfalls and landmines. Or it can be short and thrilling, like a roller coaster on the way to the police department. But the road to finding the perfect engagement ring is a straightforward path every time. All you've got to do is head over to BlueNile.com and they're going to ship them rocks straight to your wife's new fingers. On BlueNile.com, you can create a bigger, more brilliant piece than you can imagine. At a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler, Blue Nile is the original online jeweler since 1999. That's present time to me. Their diamond price guarantee means that in most cases they can meet or beat a competitor's price on a comparable diamond. I know when I got my wife a beautiful Blue Nile necklace, the first thing she did was, what did you do? But afterwards, she was so happy to have it, and she loved it, and she wore it when we went on vacation, and Maron, did everybody come around being like, where'd you get that piece, you beautiful woman? And I was like, stop talking to my wife. She's spoken for, you can see it with the Blue Nile bling she's got on her. Right now, get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code LASTPODCAST at BlueNile.com. That's $50 off with code LASTPODCAST at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow. I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. Um, have you seen... All right, let's go one bit of lighter news before we get into letters. I... This is weird. I don't really know what happened here. This is like, a, this is a poo-poo, not, this is a tangential poo-poo story. It's a mm-hmm. toilet story. But this is really kind of out of the, out of the, out of the scope here. And if you think it's like with the exploding toilet. Yeah, a toilet exploded all over a man named Paul Kerouac in Florida uh, at a Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, and this is in Orlando, and he is filing a lawsuit for $100,000, which seems low. It it does, but he said it's from like he got covered in dookie and and then debris from the toilet. But this is my thing: It's that they said, "I don't know, I don't know what they mean by toilet exploded, right? Like, did it literally explode? Like, I want to see the the actual aftermath of it. I mean, which I have not suffered, seen. He says he suffered bodily injury. Well, that's the thing: is that this happened in January 2022. This happened yeah, so two years ago. Yes, uh, because he's probably been waiting. Yeah. They've been waiting to figure out, but he says it exploded. Does it mean it collapsed or it literally exploded? And then they said that when he told management, they quote unquote weren't surprised because they've had issues with the toilet before. 
So the <laughs> toilet has bubbled up, has almost exploded. Like his, the toilet has redlined. Yeah, I think before. the toilet redlined a couple of times. <laughs> but like, I, you know, and they quite possibly had a guy bring it out. Who knows? Maybe they brought out a, a plumber who didn't know what he was doing. Uh, maybe there was some sort of pressure involved. There was probably pressure in the pipes. There was some sort of blockage. What does uh, that mean that we've had that type of issue with this toilet before? What are you talking about? Rob, why were you just nodding your head so vigorously? Do you have experience with this? I used to be a plumber. No shit. Yeah. So what is your professional plumber opinion on I, this? I think they had a power flusher issue going on. You ever <laughs> go into like a restaurant and you flush and it's really strong? Oh, it's so loud yeah, that it hurts yeah. your ears? Yeah. It could be something going on with one of those. No shit. So but can you adjust the power of a flush? Yeah. Wow. 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 This is <laughs> great. A, yeah. That's a really nice Dunkin' Donuts if they have a power flusher. I don't know if it is. They probably do. I yeah. think by but law the thing they is, need it. They need. To. I think wow. they need to go. Yeah, for Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> You've had. <laughs> you ever had a fall on extra large black coffee at Dunkin' Donuts, and then you just go. You eat a couple of jelly donuts, and then you just sit there like, yeah, dude, that's like the Moab <laughs> of fucking. You have to be. You need a. I think they need thicker ropes. I think those toilets need to be bigger. No, but I've never sat in a Dunkin' Donuts and drank an entire pot of an entire cup of black coffee. What are you doing? Just sitting there staring into the middle distance, yeah. passing marking time. Yes. <laughs> you act like that. That's not. Yeah. I did it for fucking years, dog. You've never had multiple commercial editions in a row. Ah, I see. You know how many okay, times yeah. I would sit there? I've never told you that story about how no. the one time I was, a, I remember I was at a Dunkin' Donuts. I had a bunch of different, it was like when I had, I had a morning job, an afternoon job and a night job, but I was doing commercial auditions in between the jobs. And so I was like running on four hours of sleep each night. I was drinking a pint of Canadian, I think it was Canadian mist just to mm, go to sleep, yeah. you know? I remember one time I fell asleep inside of the Dunkin' Donuts. I, I fell asleep perched up inside of the one of the booths and then <laughs> a cop woke me up and I woke up to a cop and he's like, hey, hey, woke sleeping. Hey, wait a second. Is that you? And he pointed to the television that was on the Dunkin' Donuts and it was Matt McCarthy in a Verizon <laughs> commercial. And who looked just right. like, we looked just yeah. like each other. Uh, old friend Matt McCarthy, yeah. Yeah, and, and I was just like, literally, it was like, would I be asleep? You know, Dunkin' Donuts, if I was the Verizon man. Did you tell him no, but I know that guy? Yes, of course. <laughs> and he says, ah, nice. Don't fucking sleep in here. <laughs> You're making a problem. You're making it a problem. You're ruining the ambiance <laughs> of the Midtown Dunkin' Donuts that you're in. And oh, I was just like... Midtown is Dunkin' Donuts. Is it anything like the Midtown, like the uh, fucking McDonald's that's around the corner from Midtown Comics? Because those 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 Midtown fast food chains are just, oh, those, those are disgusting. It really was just a place. It was. It was a marker of time. It was mm -hmm. literally just to sit and be nothing. Yeah. And I used to sit there amongst the others. But that's how I knew. I knew that I was real. Because <laughs> the police officer came and woke me up. I knew. I was like, I'm in this to win this. And you weren't caught in a time loop, marking time in a Dunkin' Donuts. No, because if I was going to be in a time loop, I would have left. I would definitely would have left the Dunkin' Donuts. Would you rather be in a time loop, a six-hour time loop at a Dunkin' Donuts or in the six-hour time loop on the airplane? Dunkin' Donuts. Never in an airplane. I hate airplanes. You know I yeah. don't like being on airplanes. Yeah. So, so yeah, I always choose Dunkin' Donuts, but I don't want to be there either. That one yeah. I would leave. I would try yeah. to leave. I'd run. Especially, I guess, if the if I knew the toilet was going to explode, 
And that was the time loop I was on over and over again. And then I went in and I died in a toilet explosion. And yeah. then I, each time I had to come out like, because that would be, because that's groundlog day. Where you have to go and you have to, you have to shit the same horrendous di diarrhea splatters. And then it explodes and then you die in a fucking spray of your own blood and shit. And then you have to come out every day and then you wake up back in that Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, man, that's fucking hell. <laughs> that's, that would be horrible. I don't want to deal with it. Uh, well, let's give us right. some listener emails. It's some listener emails. Next week, we'll get to how Andrew Lloyd Webber had to hire a, a priest to get rid of a poltergeist in his home. But that's the only thing about that story. Yeah. Well, you don't really need to do anything else besides that. That's the whole story. That is literally the entire story. <laughs> I wish it was more. But yeah. he doesn't go into it. I forgot his son died. Yeah. Really tragic. <laughs> it is. I'm just saying it's just that. Yeah, it's do you want to do a little phantom, though? I'll do a little phantom yeah. if you'll do a Masquerade, little phantom. Masquerade! Paper faces on parade. Masquerade. Hide your face. Yep. Guess what he did? He rolled up and he had a poltergeist. So. I'll, do my, I'll do mine. The music of the night. <laughs> I was so mad. That, I was so mad when they shut that down, man. That's yeah, so sad. I got to I got to see it right before. Actually, that was like the last fun thing I did before COVID. It was worth it. Yeah, right. It was it was incredible to see Phantom on Broadway. Yeah, it's good. It's a good show. Have you seen this? Have you seen this? Have you seen it? All right, here you go. It. All right, here's a listener email. This is about inserting stuff into penises. No, we talked a little bit last week. Um, we talked also, I did a bit of a run up uh, with Eddie last week about Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Um, mm -hmm. But we need to talk about that uh, at some point, like yeah. maybe more officially. We might be doing a whole Munchausen by proxy episode series, which I think so, would be interesting. It's just so sad. It Every, is. But I, the stories but, we got were so incredibly sad. Extremely sad. But I do think that it is, a, it's fascinating in terms of the, the mental outlook. So I feel like there's might be a way to talk about it from the perspective of the people with it versus the victims of it. When we talk about it um, because it's just, it's really, really fucked up. I also want to issue a broad apology to Natalia Grace because uh. <laughs> I want to just, you just say that on the record because that the max documentary series is harrowing. Yeah. I plan to watch, I plan to watch it this week. You, it is fucked. And they had the evidence that she was a little girl. They yeah. knew she was a little girl. So it is fucked. And her former adoptive father is one of the worst slash most interesting characters in true crime I've seen in a long time. That guy is fucking nuts. Okay. I don't know what's going on. You, you have to watch it. I'm looking it forward to it. Fucked. Um, all right. So here we go. Inserting stuff into penises. Because we talked about this last week. Now, we talked about how last week People do this thing where they um, they whittle down dominoes into little soft shapes and they, they use razors. They cut it into the skins of their penises and they put it up inside of their penises and they use it for texture. And this is in jail. This is in jail. Yeah. 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 This is not just some guy doing. No, using, no, going no, pick, no. Going and picking up a set of dominoes from Hobby Lobby. And I mean, hey, I'm not saying it's not. Yeah, it probably is. But we are focused on Jim. Um so there's a whole, I guess there's a whole movement within the modification. They, they, they talk about in the, the world. This is a thing that it comes up. Yeah. So this, this listener, I can shed some light on the prison surgeries involving subcutaneous dominoes in the penis. This is the prison version of the genital modification known as purling. 
or yeah. genital beading, where small beads of Teflon, silicone, surgical steel, titanium are inserted beneath the skin of the genitals, which if you're doing in a tattoo shop, I guess is fine. Yeah, I knew a, um, I knew a piercer in college who had genital beading. I mean, overall, he had seven modifications to his penis. I say me and my penis are allies. Mm -hmm. I'm leaving him alone. I already did the biggest crime of circumcision. Yeah. I've already done that to him. But that guy, he, I mean, he really had to go all in with piercing because he was piercing at a tattoo shop. Called, oh, you got to. Called, but his, <laughs> the tattoo shop was called Piercecution. Yep. Yes, he had to do that. that <laughs> yeah. He had to stay on brand. Yeah. 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 It's gross. Um, this can be so now they're saying this can be done now. Also, so they do this the labias. This is not just this is also with with uh, vaginas, too. It is done for aesthetic reasons as well as to enhance the partner's sexual experience. Mm -hmm. um, the history of this modification is really interesting. The oldest recorded descriptions suggest this, this existed in Southeast Asia, such as the Philippines, by as early as the early 1400s and is in use today, apparently by members of the Yakuza, Filipino sailors, and your average Jane and Joe who are into that sort of thing. One fascinating historical version of pearling was used in the Philippines and made it so that the penis could only be inserted by the woman. It could only be extracted once the penis was completely flaccid. I guess this would make people who are into nodding perk up. Ugh. Yeah. Now, here's some historical descriptions. Um, pins made of gold, ivory, or brass were inserted in young boys through their penis heads. As the boys grew older, these pins would be decorated, and they mm -hmm. would later fasten bluntly spiked rings for the stimulation of their sexual partners. As many as 30 different kinds to, quote-unquote, cater to a lady's choice. Both young and old males pierced their penises with a gold or tin rod the size of a goose quill. In mm. both ends of the same bolt, some have what resembles a spur with points upon the ends. Others like the head of a cart nail. In the middle of the bolt's a hole through which they urinate. The bolt and the spurs always hold firm. Mm. They say that the women wish it so. And if they did otherwise, they would not have communication with them. And when a man wishes to have intercourse with a woman, she takes his penis, not in the normal way, but gently introduces first the top spur and then the bottom one into her vagina. Once inside, the penis becomes erect and cannot be withdrawn until it is limp, which is uh, fine. <laughs> yeah. I feel if this is how we want to do a day, joy. Not for you, but not uh, for me. But for others, and good on you. Do as thou wilt. Mm. But it does sound rough. Yeah, it sounds real rough. You go because through a lot to get there. Especially with your underwear. Because it's different when you, I just feel like some of this material, you're going to get caught. Something's going to get caught, right? Mm -hmm. How often? More often than not. Side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. How often are we getting our penis piercings caught on things? I'm wondering how many penis piercings and vagina piercings get, you know, lobbied up. I mean, with ladies, I've seen that. I've seen like the, the, the little with vaginas. I've seen the beads on them. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, I've seen those too. Yeah. The vagina beading. The, uh, yeah, you remember vajazzling? Oh, I remember vajazzling. I remember yeah. vajazzling. Do you have you ever made love to a woman with a uh, to someone with a pierced clit? No, never have. Well, I thought it would be you. Uh, I mean, I've made love to women with pierced nipples, but never pierced clitorises. Well, it doesn't fucking mean anything. <laughs> doing it doesn't change the sensation. Piercing weather, yeah, it was not that far down, but um, and a lot of these other. Honestly, I'm gonna wait because we have these other stories, but we'll wait on a poo poo story, and we got another like because they're coming, and we're gonna wait on these. It's not good enough. 
We're going to get in there. Uh, and I got um, another broken penis story that is just horrifying. I don't even know if I could get into it because it was something you got to bleed it. You got to do a lot of stuff. It's a mistake because yeah. we brought up last week about how there is a spike in broken penis injuries during Christmas. Really? Because people are feeling festive. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm entirely, it's involving, the entire holiday involves a, a cryptid that people sit on its lap. Yeah, that is true. And there's also many phallic symbols just surrounding Free. it. Just candy, tree trees, there. candy canes, all kinds of shit. And, candy and canes oh, and the candy cane. Notice it is a phallic symbol, yet a bent one. Coincidence? Takes representation. And or I really could, appreciate it. This could be some sort of subconscious thought that is manifesting itself in penises. It could be one of those things where the power of Christmas, the power of the candy cane manifests yeah. Broken penises. So live every day knowing for a fact that there is Christmas candy that is out there for us bent dick guys. Yeah. All right. Because um, you're going to love the fact that your penis is a slight, even almost extreme curve to it because actually really does. And then you're going to laugh knowing that most people actually enjoy a fairly curved penis. So I'm saying, so I'm assuming that you have a curved penis. I don't know. (laughs) I wouldn't know. I'm just saying. You know what's funny? I used to have a curved penis, but then it straightened out all on its own. And you said that you didn't want to wear the foreskin stretcher. No, I didn't want to wear the foreskin stretcher. I could, because I didn't do anything to modify it, to, to straighten it out. You did it something. Just, it straightened out all. I, I, don't I know. feel like you put it in your pants different. <laughs> I think that's really what it's about. I think it's how you're tugging. I think you, think you don't understand that you're tugging it the other way. You're doing it like how plants go f- towards the light. You know what I really think it is? Is that when I was young, I was tugging it with the right. This is what I'm literally was, what well, I'm saying. Well, I was tugging it with the right for so long, but then once the uh, the internet became, you know, a part of the right, uh, the it, mouse writes the mouse. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I used the left, and the left pulled it back and straightened it up, and it's been there ever since. Well, you know, I feel like that's important to know. Yeah, because that's, that's just know that guys, you could do it yourself. So, you know, brothers are doing it for themselves. Yeah, really. We're all doing it for ourselves. We are. All right, guys. It's been an episode of side stories. You know what I say? Even though I can't think we made it. I think we made it. I think we made it fine. And I, really I, made it fine. I and even my uh, like I got a little bit of a sore throat, but I feel like my voice is not quite so. No, you did good. Since and then we began. This, but this week for last podcast and left, we're getting back into some weirdo territory. Yeah. I'm very excited for you to hear what we have to unveil. Let's say it involves shapes. Shapes. Right? Oh, it's going to be you. Is that a good tease? You're bringing more shapes into it. You're, you're taking the shape oh, thing a little I'm too literally. I'm bringing shapes. You're taking the shape thing way too literally. Oh, shapes are around, friend. <laughs> All right? Shapes are doing it. You can't trust a shape. You don't know what's inside of it. We'll get into um, it. We're, yeah, we're going to talk about it. We're going to debate it, unfortunately. Yes. We're going to really unpack this. I don't know why this. this is a debate I have to have with you, but it's going to be a debate we're going to have. Because you're locked in. <laughs> yeah, you're locked in with me. It's you versus me on this. Yeah. And then we have um, uh, Operation Sunshine. I, I think I th- we got number four coming out soon. Number four is coming out next week, oh, I believe. It's next week. Uh, and I think last comic book on the left can pre-order issue four am i wrong i'm not sure about that one but i i do know that on uh the last comic book on the left we're waiting for like just a couple of pieces of, of art to come in uh i i 
I think this is the best issue that we've it done is. yet. I think it's the best one yet. There's a I got to write a story with comics legend Matt Wagner uh, on this one, which was uh, absolutely an incredible experience. Uh, so I can't he wait for you, you guys to read that. He taught me. And he a taught lot. us both a lot. Yes, he taught us both quite a bit because he's fucking. He's Matt Wagner. He did Grendel. Yes. He did Mage. He did Sandman yes. Mystery Theater. It's fucking Everybody Matt Wagner. Need, it's like David Rubin just taught me a thing for OSS. These guys, I mean, it's because we don't know anything and they know everything. So it's yeah. nice for them to please give us information. Yeah. So thank you, Matt Wagner. And thank you, Brennan Wagner, for coloring uh, the story for us. Uh, Brennan did a, a fantastic story about Edgewood in uh, issue three, last comic book on the left. So we're really proud of this. And we're really, we're really excited for y'all to see uh, this fourth issue. It's so fucking good. It's really, really good. And I think that's it for now. Um, and so, uh, hail sweet Satan. No, oh, and hail Gee. Yeah, fuckers. See you <laughs> next week. Bye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.